Hey, it's Margot Tantau here, host of Windowsill Chats. I am so glad you're here. I have some tales to tell, some interesting stories to discover, and I'm glad you're here to do that with me. I've spent decades working with artists and being one myself. In the trenches, figuring out what the best way is to get something done, how to get something made, how to get your creative self noticed, how to make the best of a situation. And so I'm here to bring those stories to you and see if there's anything you can pull out from it. Maybe a laugh, something you can relate to, and definitely a little bit more community for your quiet little corner. So grab a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of wine and join me over in my sunny windowsill. Yes, I need your trouble Like I need a friend Won't you come and sit in my windowsill again Spin our favorite records Discuss the latest trends Won't you come and sit in my windowsill again I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that it's a pretty high emotion week here in the U.S. And I know not all of you are sitting here in the U.S., but you're watching. And, you know, we're not all on the same page, but we all are certainly attached to the outcome of the vote. I hope when you hear Lynn that it gives you a little bit of a place to retreat to away from all the news, which has just been pretty crazy for the last several years. Let's not even say months. I also wanted to share a really lovely, heartfelt text I got. You guys have been sending the most wonderful feedback. Um, I would love it if you'd put it on Apple Podcast quotes there. But I just want to read you this because this is why I'm doing this podcast. This comes from my friend Colleen, who I only know online through her beautiful artwork. Hi, Margo. I wanted to let you know how helpful your podcasts have been to me. I listened to your episode with Misha and decided to mock up recent art as plates and emailed them to three plate tray gift companies. I immediately received an invitation to call one of them to discuss a plate range. After listening to your episode with Ingrid, I felt encouraged to connect with one of the owners of another gift company on LinkedIn, and she accepted the connection and then emailed me back to propose a project. Your podcasts are like magic. Thank you so very much for doing them. Oh, Colleen, that means so much. You know, I would love to help every single person that I know and come across, but my goal here is just to connect you to a place where you feel like you might find something that resonates, find a little bit more of yourself, or just be inspired. So on this dreary, rainy day in Washington, I'm wishing you the outcome that you are hoping for, and I am hoping for, and standing for humanity. Thanks for listening. This is Margo. Welcome back to Windowsill Chats. I am super thrilled today to have one of my dearest favorite friends and artists, Lynn Whipple. 
on with me. Lynn grew up in beautiful Winter Park, Florida. She and her husband, John, are part of the founding family that established McRae Art Studios, which is a fantastic, awesome, vibrant art collective in Central Florida, and it's home to 23 artists. Lynn's mixed media work has been featured in over 20 art books. Her work has won many awards over the years, as she travels nationally or used to travel nationally, showing her work in trade shows, galleries, and museums. And well, that's how I know Lynn, just because I followed her work for so long. She authored her first book, Expressive Flower Painting for Bold and Beautiful Blooms with Quarry Books in 2017. And we'll talk about that, but that that's a game changer. Lynn is deeply grateful to live her life as an artist. Play and discovery are her dearest and most constant companions, and that's for sure. There are a zillion tiny challenges in each art-making experience and just as many small, sweet victories. Without a doubt, living creatively is the most enjoyable and satisfying game she knows. When not creating big, messy flower paintings, Lynn is completely engaged in learning abstraction by drawing and painting with her dog, Daisy, in the fabulous art fort, her small, colorful, delicious backyard studio. She also deeply enjoys encouraging creativity and play with her online art classes over at carlasonheim.com. And those will be in the show notes. And when I ask um, the lovely people I get to talk to to send um, a bio, you know, you send a bio and then you think, oh gosh, am I really going to hear somebody say that? So then Lynn added this. She said, you know, my bio stuff is attached, but as I was reading it, I was just realizing that really, dot, 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 I am just a curious kid who is committed to moving my hands every day. I am always looking for things that tickle my brain, excite my eyes. I am super inspired by nature, water, shifting light, color, glorious color, bird sounds, the feeling of nubby woven things, and any tactile yumminess. I must say that other creative folks inspire me too visual artists, writers, musicians, designers, people who are on the lookout for the play of color, pattern, rhythm, and melody, and laughter. That is the best thing we can share. And honestly, I really think that's the best bio I've ever read, that second part there. Thanks, Lynn. Lynn. <laughs> Welcome! <laughs> so happy to see your cute self. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is so fun. I've really been looking forward to this for long, long before I, um, we should really, you know, the best thing about this podcast is connecting with my peeps. Yeah, it's good. I feel like I'm there. Like I'm right with you. I know. So nice to see your surroundings. And I just love your place anyways. You'll see in some of the pictures in the show notes, we have a kind of good story. I've only lived here on Vashon Island for three years, but the, in the very beginning of it, before I even had any furniture, Lynn and John were here for a week because of Irma. Big hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were here for promoting your book, right? That's right. And we, we came in and we were enjoying Seattle and having fun and seeing you and Cooper. And then we went to visit for a day and then they closed the airports. <laughs> In Florida, where we live, and the hurricanes like you no, know, and all our friends were texting me like, "Oh my God, hunker down! Don't come! Don't come home! It's terrible!" You know, so uh, we ended up having this joyful, lovely time with you guys on the water. It was wonderful. It was just such a reminder. It was almost like what an awesome way to start a, a brand new chapter with mm. it, it, this unplanned, creative, like. Zen week <laughs> with 
no furniture. There's a lot of rocks. Some bookcases when we were here. We were helping build. And were- That's right. We You built my foot sofa for me so generous to like uh sure you can stay like you were barely <laughs> you were boxes literally boxes and you were so wonderful and we'll never forget it and there was a bakery on yes. fashion with those fashion baking door, company your favorite the peanut butter cookies that are about as big as you know my head and i'm gonna say oh, <laughs> no, oh my god oh my god and that started me on like a trajectory of like <laughs> pounds you know these cookies oh man oh we had such a good visit we did and I um I think you know I was thinking back when I knew I was gonna get to talk to you of we've had so many even though you know I know I've said this before but some of my dearest like I've never lived in the same place with but we have the best adventures when we can (laughs) (laughs) I remember the shoes in New Orleans oh my gosh oh my gosh God, I don't even so many things. The whirlwind of yeah, being in the gallery. Oh my gosh. And I met you guys. Paula, Paula Gerling and Tom Haney mm-hmm. are the first people that told me about you. And oh, I, think I didn't remember realize that. Yes. Because okay. we were I was living in Atlanta already at the time. And and she was like, You'll see her stuff. And I I well, there wasn't really online, but I remember you know, seeing your art and, and she's like, you can meet her in person. I was like, Oh, really? <laughs> and, um, cause oh you came to, it was the outside show in Atlanta, the yeah. first one. And then you were in the convention center, but I just, oh my gosh. So there's per- certain people whose art you connect with, you know, just as a human based on what the messages that artist is putting out the images and Lynn and her husband, John are amazing artists, but I I have a lot of Lynn Whipple pieces around my house. <laughs> Lynn she did you did a lot of collage work, old photos, painting over photos, the ninnies, the and then use your hands, which I love that you said that again in your bio because those big pieces, remember that series of big pieces that you yes. did? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's- so what you know, I I um what was I mean you've done, you've started how do you start? Because art shows are what I associate with, with how you got yourself into the world. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Um, well, you know, my mom was an artist and I grew up with that and my grandmother played music and my granddad painted when he retired. And it was just like, we always made stuff. My sister drew, she was left-handed. I love watching her scrawl across the thing. So we were just always outdoors. There's books, there's music. Uh, my mom was a creative writing teacher and she did all of our sets for our plays when we were little. So she's always painting. Like I come home from elementary school and there'd be easels set up in the living room. So I just thought that was the way that you, that's just the way it was. Mm, how fantastic. That is the way it should be really in the perfect yeah. world. Yeah. I think so too. When did you do your first like show was it before John or with John or like big shows like that gosh it's embarrassing I think my first show ever was before I knew John and I had a table set up at a police picnic (laughs) 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 oh my god and I had bought oh lord I had bought uh a kiln and I made fused glass jewelry believe it or not wow hoo, hoo, hoo. And i missed I, like, that chapter you know, i like glued the little pins on the backs and 
Yeah, you missed that. <laughs> oh my god. So I, you know, that was my foray into the world of art. But uh, anyway, it was, you know, that was it. But then I, I went to film school to study. Uh, That's right. Film in the art department, all that stuff, and I wanted to be a, a prop master or an art director. And then John was also in the film school, and he was the art director. And that was sort of the kapowie, you know, he was an artist <laughs> since he was a kid. So he he uh, saw me as an artist and that lit me up too. I was like, oh, I'm an artist. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like from a real artist, you know. And so then we, we started working for Nickelodeon. I remember. And doing that you. sort of thing. And, and then, that was and Fast then, and Furious and all sorts of oh materials gosh. and problem solving, creative problem solving up the wazoo. Oh day long yeah it was you know can you make a giant head out of liverwurst that they can eat on camera you know stuff like that it's like oh sure sure do that all the time so we (laughs) we just made it up but it just all kind of came together you know john did shows so i started doing shows my mom did art shows in the summers when i was a kid when she wasn't teaching so it was just kind of part of the deal and you just grew your audience so much that way i mean you're your fan base is broad. And then I, I remember when you first, so I don't think anybody put a pointy hat on anyone before you. <laughs> it was supposed to be a dunce hat sort of for me, or just like a funny, but then mm-hmm. it's it an angel like, wings. You're the originator easy. of dunce hats and angel wings. Now, really, right. if people are listening, they're probably like, no, we see those. Yeah, but they started right here with Lynn Whipple. I'm saying. Way back. <laughs> but I didn't think of them as angels. I used to put bug wings on them. Okay. Weird wings spotted in general. Insects. Yeah. Wing, wing things. Or what are those dragonfly kind of wings or something? And you started teaching early on, out even out here too, right? Because it, it was book-based or magazine-based, like Stampington or not Stampington, but uh, those magazines that mm-hmm. that you were you were featured in, and then you started teaching. That's what I remember in my off base there. I just yeah. remember thinking, "Wow, she's sharing how she does things. How's that going to work? Because it's going to get passed around." But you're the perfect person to do it because you keep reinventing your style, exactly. growing. You know, yeah, it just felt like. Why wouldn't you share? Because there's so much creativity there. You know, I don't have a lock on any of it. I just keep playing along. And honestly, Margaret, I can't remember how I did the thing I did yesterday. Like I go out there and I'm like, that was so cool. Let's do it now. And then I slowly go slightly off whatever. Oh my gosh. Well, you're so generous with it. I love, so um, Lynn teaches a series of fan freaking tastic classes on Carla Sondheim's site and they're filmed beautifully and you get the true voice of Lynn on there. And the link is uh, on my favorites page and it's been there since the get go. But whenever I need to feel like I reconnect with myself, I feel like classes are, are such a good way to do that. Cause you can, you know, it's like in school when you had to do a project, but yours, every one of them, I think I've taken and and it's just they're so delightful and so different collage the word one the blooms the still life one i love so much you know and i always keep thinking we need another one what are you doing now <laughs> well people keep asking me this normally i would fly to uh, seattle a couple times a year and film a class but since we've had this no flying stuff right now so uh I, but I've been making up these little weird abstracts, which are just yeah, great. noodly. Oh, thanks. They're just fun and odd and 
the best thing about them is that I don't care if they're good or not because I'm just teaching myself with what the heck I don't have any shows at the moment. So I'm separate, you know, I do have some stuff coming up, but it's just, can I go out there when I say go out there to the art board, I'm pointing in my backyard uh, and just play with line shape, mark, color, design, balance, you know, all that stuff that we can do when we're, you know, trying to represent a flower or a still life or something sort of realish, not that I'm a realist, but then can I just take away all that construct and just play with those elements and see mm-hmm. what happens? So that's what I've been doing lately, which has been super fun. One of the things that I, I love about your approach is how you de, demystify is not even quite the word. You take all the like fanciness out. You're like, pfft. Here's some house paint <laughs> on a paper plate. Go to town. And, and you, like, first of all, the colors are fantastic. It, it just takes away all the perfectionism around it. Like you're standing, Marty, you're standing there looking at that canvas too long. Take that paintbrush and splash some paint on it. And it was like, oh my gosh, I can paint again. It's, it's you splatter. just, no. you take, you yeah. just make people comfortable in their own creative spirit, even though they might never have thought they had any five seconds before. It's, it's a gift. Oh, that's a wonderful thing to say. I don't, you think that we are all just set up to create, like that is what we're here for. Even if it's, you know, the way you bake a cake or whatever that is, it's who we are. So I just try to let people get out of the way of that because they light up. People light up when they're just being free and playful and it doesn't matter. The materials are not precious. You get to just be who you really are because there's no wrong way to express yourself. There's really not. And I think just from how you and I were fortunate enough to be raised with creative, you know, families and, and surroundings, I, I always try to look for that in every situation, you know, because if you're solving a problem, why not? I mean, I know there's linear thinkers and thinkers more like us that are swirling around, but um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we can put a little swirl out there for people, it's just so, the the kind of constructs around that are deconstructs. I, I feel like if you can think about that when you're trying to solve any problem, it really, it really helps. I Lynn totally put out agree. one of my favorite YouTube videos of all times, which was a hundred bad paintings. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> That's what what do you really like? What I'm gonna have to put a link to that because seriously, I love that. It's oh, cl- it's a classic Lord. now. It's a classic. But yeah. like think, even, thinking like ugh. that, you know how does how does that is that? Um, one of my questions is how do you follow your creative heart? Throw me a thought there. Oh, I would say you just gotta set yourself up to move your hands. That's it, hundred percent. Surround yourself with. Uh, anything paper colors that you like i don't care if it's paper and you want to cut up that beautiful sweater you're wearing but don't that's so cute um it's just whatever it is it can be scraps off the floor and just just set yourself up to make a mess and see what happens that's it that's all i'm ever done <laughs> just make the space and the time even if it's the you know the porch or something just how do you make the time oh i think if i don't do it i actually feel funny or off or cranky or you know I I just I'm just drawn to it like the moth to the light I just I don't know anything else that 
lights me up that same way. Mm-hmm. And you surround yourself. You, you guys are listening, not looking, but Lynn is, you know, there, she has a bright shirt on. There's yellow. There's a beautiful green wall. There's amazing painting behind. And I know from being there that you, you, you surround yourself with creative things. It's not overdone, but it's, it saturates your, your heart. You know, you see it and you're like, Oh, I have to do that. And that's, I don't know, maybe that's a tip right now. Like, look around, what does your place look like that you're sitting in? Does it express you? Does it express the you that you want to have more of? I mean, that's That's a great point. I always tell people too, when you're choosing your colors to paint with, like look in your closet, like what is your red that you just love? It's a different, you know, everyone's just pink or whatever that is. Like you already have built in these beautiful choices that we make and that will just mm. people, I think people ask, how do you find your voice? And I'm like, it's a hundred percent there. It's you've already got it. Just trust that, you know, look at your pigtails and then your matching headphones. Good Lord. Those little pink, the little pretty yellowy green that matches the yellowy. I love it. It's it wasn't delightful. on purpose. <laughs> oh, sure. You, know, you can't help it. Things that you're doing. drawn to. Yeah. I think, and you've had the experience of, of really uh, teaching people live too. And, and how do you, I mean, the, the, the blooms class, the bull blooms class is a, is a great um, example of that. But if you have somebody that's stuck and that you, cause I'm sure, you know, we all bring kind of similar stuff to it when we're, when we're trying something new, like what's your, what's your favorite approach to kind of get somebody going? Well, I do think it's important to not have control. So I usually give people really crappy brushes. Like they just cannot stand those splayed out hardware store brushes. Like just music. We actually move around and we dance and we're just silly. I I love loads of abundance. So I want people, there's so much paint here. Just doesn't matter. You know, just try it. What will happen? The whole stripping and spattering and standing back and, uh, so many fresh flowers with the bloom class that how could you not be inspired because it's just this plethora of goodness and you know beautiful design and form that flowers offer i think it's a plus you just laugh and have fun Mm -hmm. and say let's spin the count okay wipe it out does it matter let's wipe it out we're going to change it oh it's just a layer we're going to change it oh you guys go take that class i tell you what it's the best thing ever (laughs) and you know i I got the really awesome I was gifted it by a dear heart and uh, I got to go do it live in Florida back in the day of the lives. But I came away from that class feeling so empowered because I had made big canvases. Like I'd never painted big like that before. I was always so stopped and so stayed in my brush strokes and stuff. And, and there's something about using the crappy a crappy brush and a bunch of, and, you know, painting flowers ahead of time and cutting them all out and turning your canvas and paint, you know, you get all into it. And then she's like, okay, now paint over that. And you're like, (gasps) what? But it's the best. It's the best. It is the best. And I have to say, I loved your paintings, your color sense, of course, like, oh, like even what I can see behind you. It's so unbelievable. It's so you like, and you look around that big room everyone's was different too. That's the other thing. So that is inspiring. And um, I don't know, it just reinforces that idea. There's no wrong way. Everybody's got their own voice. So go with it. 
You know, I've often wondered, um, as I've watched your work evolve, you know, you have your people that come to see you every year at a show or had, and, and they'll, they'll be expecting a certain thing. And then you, you know, you shift and there's a landscape or there's a bird and there's a, you know, not collage. Like, how do you manage that for you? <laughs> a lot of people have asked me that and they're like, oh my God, other artists, that was so brave. I can't believe yeah. you totally switched out of the mixed media into this, you know, it's just, and then I think uh, my people sort of expect that now. It's like they're they're on the journey with me, and they're like yeah. willing. And if I lose a few, like oh my god, I but then I gain a whole bunch of new folks that you know like the, the next thing. And you know, the biggest gift is that I can make whatever I want. You know, no yeah. one tells me what to do, so I get to just experiment and share it. And if it works, if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, you just keep going. I mean, I think, I think people struggle with that because they get in a, oh my gosh, this is what I've, I'm expected to do. This is what I've been doing. I've done, you know, 30 days of this for years in a row. And I think that I'd love people just to, you know, listen to that message of bring to the table what you're interested in doing next. That's where the energy is, isn't it? Like people will respond to that new fresh thing that where you're like, on the skinny branches, excited about, you know, don't know yes. what you're doing. Like that is so exciting. That's the work that you want to share and you're, you know, get you up in the morning to get out there and see what the heck that was. I think people, and don't you think like we all are growing and changing and learning and why would our art not do that? I know. I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's generational or something, but we, you know, I remember growing up, like, you need to go to a school where you're going to get a broad education. Don't go to art school, which, of course, I wanted to do desperately. And then you need a job and like, you need to stay in that job. And like, oh, my gosh, what if it doesn't feel right or a relationship or whatever? And, and here we are, you know, thinking, well, this is what I drew two years ago that somebody's expecting me to draw. And I, I, I feel like the the heightened, the best creativity and the things that are most are us at that time are what's, what's coming out. What's the latest thing coming out? Exactly. Like what's inspiring you. It could be a season or it could be just a new color or, you know, I just, we just did this big deep dive into Mary Blair. Do you know who Mary Blair is? Of course you do. The best. Oh my God. Oh my God, I just never really researched her and I just got soaked in. I've got every book about Mary. (laughs) She, you know, she did It's a Small World, but her color and she did all her shape combinations and just. Oh, oh, so good. Mary Blair, people. We'll put it in the show notes. But if you don't know her, this is the best tip of the day. Yeah, she's She's so good. And um, is she influencing some of your um, light, like, I love how you're deconstructing things. So like when you research an artist like that, like, do you, how do you, I mean, there's no way we can't absorb things. And I feel like I'm inspired by you. I'm inspired by Alexander Calder. I'm inspired by, Mm. expired, (laughs) I'm inspired by whoever it is at the time. So I think shape, I think line, I think color, I think combinations. I, you know, what do you do with that? I tell you, I got so into Mary Blair. I don't even know how. Someone I know, I think her name's Kim, Kim Reese. She mm. said something about, shared something about Mary Blair. And I'm like, I've got to know more. And so for me, it just, I was like staying up late reading about her. I've got all these books. I um, I was just fascinated 
by that she was a young artist that went to Chenard and met her husband. And then they went with Disney to uh, South America. And I could all these pictures of them drawing in these beautiful bazaars in this color. They were just like living, soaking in the culture, the music, the food, the color. And that just jazzes me right there. Like that life is so cool. And then she goes on. But I guess the real answer probably is, so I would go out and sit on the dock and I would connect the clouds in my mind the way that she would connect them in a drawing or I would, I drew, I've drawn the lake a billion times. And sadly, sometimes it just looks like a flag, a horizon, the water, right. but this time through Mary, thinking of Mary, I just drew it in this big curvy shapes and every lily pad was big and close. And there was these interesting shaped trees because her trees are so great. And it just, not that you maybe you can see it in my art, but just in my brain, it's just seeping out everywhere. Oh, oh I can't wait to look at some of those things differently. I, it's so great though, too, because again, you read things like that and you're, you, you think about what you're inspired by and then you take it back to your surroundings and what might've been a flat horizon line yesterday turns into something totally different. Exactly. Oh gosh, that's it's- yeah it's the interpretation of seeing someone interpret it and those disney artists that back in the 40s and stuff the color she was known for colorist because disney just she did the color stories for all these pinocchio all these um cinderella like a lot a lot of stuff and you think about that brain like oh i get to learn about that brain like where and how and everybody said she put colors together that nobody used all the colors you know all this stuff of course it's a small world with such a yeah you know delight for the eyeballs but yeah anyway i just think she's great <laughs> we have um you know when he's listening to this when he's older he'll kill me but cooper had when we he and i went to disneyland with my sister once and and he was pretty young and we we had such a great memory of of it's a small world because the fireworks were going off so everybody was paying attention to the fireworks and we like i grabbed his hand and we threaded through this crowd of people and we were the only one in the boat and because everybody was watching the fireworks and we went through small world and we got he got like a blanket at the end with her stuff printed on it which he still uses to this day several years later so what good taste your boy has and he still loves his mary blair and i just can't wait you have to share a picture because i want to see the pattern and the color and everything about it i will i will our mary blair i know people inspire me too i feel like when i when i've had a great conversation with someone or you know i'm feeling just full of a great conversation then i want to go paint or i want to go make some jewelry or something like that but because you get excited. Like I'm yeah. excited by the the shirt that you're wearing, the sweater with the stripes, like Good that colors. combination of colors <gasps> and the shape of the sleeve. Exactly. Like that makes me so happy. I just want to go paint stripes somehow. And I totally will. So <laughs> without being able to go into the studio, like I know you have your studio right there, the art for it, but were you, do you normally spend a lot of time in the studio with your peeps and, and then get inspiration from each other? And, and how's that working right now? Definitely. Definitely. The great thing about having a big shared warehouse, which we have 23 artists and we've been together, oh my gosh, like 30 something years now. Um, 
is that whenever you get stuck, you have that moment where you're just sitting down and you're sort of backing away from your painting or whatever that is. You can always walk around and just mm -hmm. kind of soak in uh, what everybody else is up to. Even if they're not in their studio, you can see the painting in mid, you know, stopping point and just mm -hmm. kind of, I don't know, just gather so much energy from each other. So that, that I do miss. And in the, in the big studio, the downtown studio, I um, paint much bigger canvases. So mm. here I have to drag the big canvases out onto the dock deck thing. And, you know, it's, I can do it. I, the wind will come and it, you know, knock stuff down and there's all that funny weather stuff, but it works. I so are you spending any time in the other studio at all? A little bit. I just was there uh, recently. Forget what I was even doing there. Oh, I was delivering a commission. Da, da, da. Mm. Oh, that's abstracts. good. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, I mean, John goes there every pretty much a couple, three, four times a week. So he yeah. still works out of there. Yeah, because he I doesn't like really have a setup at home as much. No, mm -mm, not you know, as much. You know, when I, one of the things I do every day and think of you is put that dang cinnamon in my coffee now. <laughs> It's so good, isn't it? It's so good. My sister, who's the, she's she's not a flavored, I mean, I'm not a flavored coffee person either, but that's just a little something. She's like, is there cinnamon in this? It's like, yeah, it's, it's Lynn's fault. So, so good. A, I can't do it without it. No, no. you're so like, it's just something about the smell of it when it's percolating, you know, you're like, coffee. Yeah, I'm glad you do that. that I do. That's a, that's a Lynn thing. There's a lot of Lynn in my life every day. <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> and I'm willing to give you a kitten when you're ready. <laughs> I'll just pop one of those in the mail. <laughs> a small kitten that just was arrived outside of our If anybody's our near Winter shed. Park and you want a kitten, mm -hmm. DM I me. I have three. <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a mama who just adopted us who came out of I don't know where. But we're taking yeah. good care of her. She's doing great. Oh, gosh. So one of yeah. the things I was wondering is about um, since you can't get out here to film with Carla at the moment, um, are you thinking about any other online courses? Are you guys working through that or what's, what's she, what's her vision? Well, it's been, it's such a different year for all of us to sort of wait and see and what is, you know, really the what's what, what's what, but uh, I've noticed that Carla and I think I just talked to her because she got a new puppy and I've always wanted yes, her to get a puppy. I'm so so that's, you know, we that. were just talking about the puppy more than we were talking about uh, the classes. But I think that sh she's got this great little studio and I know she's been um, filming teachers who are much more in the area, the Seattle area. Mm -hmm. So I think that makes more sense. And mm -hmm. um, so we'll, we haven't figured out exactly what that looks like for me, my next online class with Carla, but I would imagine we'll we'll figure something out. You know, normally I just go out there every twice a year and it's so much fun. And yeah. I could see you. But right now we're just taking a little breaky break. Yeah. I think, you know, and, and we were talking about this before. Um I we were all so busy before and all, mm -hmm. you know, racing around to do to do that next thing and and that next show and make sure you flew here to take care of this thing or, you know, and we just can't do that. And, and I think our days, um, our days are maybe better a little bit for it. I think so too. Like I didn't realize how busy that we were. Like we had so many deadlines with shows and teaching and workshops and traveling. And it was just a constant, uh, you know, this body of work needs to get here. We need to. So 
though I loved all that and it was super fun, it's been the way we've done it for so long, having this sort of forced, quieter time, I like it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm okay with it. I really like to soak a little longer outside and, you know, we do the crosser puzzle and we ride our bikes and we, I like all that stuff. It makes for a perfect day for me. Yeah, for sure. I was, I was talking to a friend in the last couple of days who was saying, you know, what's your perfect day? And, and Mm. I know I'm, I would answer that much differently than I would have before this, you know, just being here instead of going here and going there and just being here around my kiddo and, you know, this, this place I'm lucky enough to live. That's, that's one thing I think we're both graced with is a place we want to be, which is nice. I know a lot of people are, are are more challenged, but, um, you know, that's a good point. Yeah. Cause we love the little slice of nature that we have and we love our family and friends. And so with the dogs, I think that's wildly important. That's, that's success in a lot of ways. It's just, uh, having a simple, good day, you know, that's exciting, simple, exciting stuff. Yeah, I think so too. Do you have any more books in you? I do have on the art for it wall out there. I have, I broke down this idea for another book. So it's kind of in these little funny written chunks out there, but then I sort of stopped for you know, a, lot, a couple of reasons, but time stuff, but yeah, it's all about exactly what we're talking about. Like what is a creative life well-lived? Like, what does that look like? And for everybody, uh, like we're saying, it's much simpler than I might have ex- written or thought about like 10 years ago, you know, and you're just really scampering and going and your energy's always up and go, go, go. And now it's more like, I just want to have the best cup of coffee ever on the dock. And we do the crossword puzzle and literally ride our bike every day and make art every day, eat good food and, yeah. um, you know, connect with people that we love yeah. and a little differently, but that's, that's success in my small brain. I think that would be a book that I can't wait to read. I, I mean, I, you know, you look back and all the things we've, you know, the collections we had to have and the, the places we had to go, which if, certainly I'm not saying I don't, I don't want to do those things, but there's something when you're more comfortable in your own creativity, your own skin, your a relationship, whatever it is that, you know, where your kid is in life or where you're, if your dog's healthy or all the things that you can just, yeah. you can just appreciate what you have around you. Good music, you know, things like that. Yeah. And, and I think that, and I would love to see what your visuals for, for something like that would be. <laughs> Tell me one of the things that I've wondered when you switch up your style, I feel mm. like this is a big deal, actually, because I think there's so many people out in the world that are thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, this is what's expected of me. This is how I'm earning a living. This is, um, you know, I've got patterns with this company and I'm doing, you know, product with this company or I'm or this. Sh- I, they're expecting to see this from me at the next show. What happens if I but I, I'm mm. just forever amazed and inspired by the fact that you stay true to your heart and what what it's what's showing up for you tell me about how that's kind of worked out or not oh my gosh I think it's because I have a very short attention span (laughs) (laughs) and up over here because like how the heck did I even make that or what yeah so yeah I just think it's part of my uh 
makeup, you know, my personal brain style. So I just get excited by things and then I go with it. And then I yeah. run. And I think if I was to say, if you were uh, a, a superpower for me anyway, is that I just don't care what people yeah. think that much. It's, so, know, it's like it's so healthy. Yeah. It's because a lot of that stuff is experimental that I'm doing right now. And it's, a lot of it's not great or whatever, but it's, it's like uh, authentically fun for me in the moment, or it's a struggle or it is what it is, but it's just like wonky and imperfect. And so I guess uh, that's just happened my whole life. I loved making the boxes when I did the mixed media stuff, but then mm -hmm. I accidentally started painting flowers just because there were flowers on my table and it was just led to the next, to the next, to the next. Mm -hmm. So hmm. I don't know. People somehow uh, allow me to get away with it. <laughs> well, and yeah. I remember too, you, you really taught your, I mean, you did all that plein air painting. You really yeah. made yourself learn some new skills or new ways of looking at things. And that, you know, that's a reinvention where you're saying, I'm interested in this now. And I, I feel like a lot of people get hung up with not shifting. And so losing that creative light mm, that's the joy isn't it it's like stretching and learning and trying to see you know uh, the idea of perspective for me was so i'm seeing things so flatly i seem to and mm -hmm. so that was such a brain stretch like how do you paint perspective <laughs> and i still don't do it i just do it my wonky other way but i yeah. think it's goes back to things that light up your brain like what lights up your brain and that's where you've got to go you yeah. know, whatever that is it's so a lot of times it's do what you don't know because that's where the fun is and the joy mm, do what you don't know that's a good one mm. really that I, you know I, I, we've we're also programmed to you know have the same job go to the right school you know don't don't vary or at least our you know for me um, or my, not necessarily my parents, but my parents' generation. And, um, and I think being willing to go with what feels right and what lights you up and experiment, that's, that's where you find out who you really are. Yeah. And I think people respond to that. Don't you? Like if you see something that's the artist was having fun or was excited, like that comes through in the work people, yeah. you're always like your favorite when you go to a show and you have a booth and like, there's always that one piece. It's like your favorite. It's the first one to go. Yeah. All the other artists come and go, Oh my God, I love this one. This is great. And you're like, yeah, that's the last one I did. And I don't even know what I'm doing. And it's like, Oh, yes. something fun happened. That's it. So you're set yourself up just for that. Follow that trail. There's so and much energy around that. And, and your people follow you, your people follow you. And if they don't, yeah. You know, that's okay. You get some new other people. You get new ones. I mean, <laughs> other people that like the new thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or you get known for changing all the time. Well, and that's not a bad thing, too. I mean, at, at the beginning, you're like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think? But then what an awesome thing to get known for, you, yeah. you know, they're going to line up to see what you have this time. They do. You know? They say, and they say this to my husband, John, too, because he's really good at this, always changing. Um, yeah, they're like, I just had to come and see what you came up with next. Like, yeah. they don't even expect you to have the same thing, sort of. Well, and the other thing is, too, that's good because then they can buy more of your work because it doesn't look like what they already have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, gosh, I could it's... just be surrounded by you all day. <laughs> just got to have fun. <laughs> it's all. true. It's In true. We've had some good adventures. We've... um 
<laughs> one of the one of the crazy weekends was when you guys had that opening at wonderful um Chris's Chris Antio's gallery. Yeah. In New Orleans. And it was both of you and it was intense and amazing work. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh my gosh. It was yeah. and we had so much fun. We didn't sleep a lot and we got in trouble. We shoe shopped. We drank. <laughs> we ate. We we you know, we didn't. We just did New Orleans the way you're supposed to. Just we wide did. open. Oh yeah. my gosh. We did. So and fun. We and we were whenever we started filming little weird snippets of uh, we yeah, did. We you, were going to have this show. We were going to do this YouTube show. And this was, I don't know, a million years 20, ago. 2011, 12, Whoa. 2012. <laughs> okay. We we're going to have this YouTube show where we, 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 we talked about different artists every time <laughs> we started. Oh my God. We laughed a lot. It was good. We and did. We, I think we it were both going to get hit. It would have been. We could bring it. We could start again. We just have to do it from a distance. <laughs> oh we're starting God. right now. Yes, I think Olive Krauss was our first was our first person because I had that that's wacky right. ring on of hers. Oh that's God. right, and we were in Chris's gallery at the time, and we were just pointing at all these things that we love, love, loved, and that's where the tattoos. Remember, yes, you we were going to get a tattoo, and I got a tattoo. So you, Lynn your turn. says love, and the whole idea was it was going to say love with an arrow, <laughs> and it pointed, and you could point to something. And just take a picture of your hand <clears throat> with going, we love, we love, we love, love, we love. And the one she drew on my arm said love, but it, the arrows went everywhere. <laughs> just, I'm going to go get That's that so thing. You. I'm so glad you sent me the that big picture. Love. <laughs> big yeah. love. I think I drew it on your arm and did I draw? I must've drawn it. On your oh, I'm arm. sure you did, which is, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm gonna, you could have drawn. Yeah. No, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> You have to get that. Oh, yeah. you do. And I like my love too. But I tell you, they wouldn't let me tattoo onto my finger. I, I know we went you were this, beh- but You were ahead of your time. I know. Dang it. Dang I it. Know. So, yeah. Oh, well. But I still have my little tiny love on my arm. You got lots silly. of love. <laughs> yeah. Lots of silly. But, you know, good stuff. Good stuff. Which <gasps> makes me want to paint a point at this right now, my Nancy Gardner. Um, yes. Foz, which I love and I knew you would love and I knew you would know her because I, just we screams. used to sell her work at the store shut up yeah i didn't know that yeah my mom still eats off her plates every day nancy Gardner oh, ceramics mm-hmm. every her. day i yep. just got some more wonderful want because they draw themselves they paint they scream for you to paint them like look at that the look amount that, of yummy. work she puts into each piece boggles my mind oh. I know the hand painting and the organic i just got a couple things don't tell well for birthday presents for people that are that's they're on their way. Mm. These beautiful tea, funny little teapots and beautiful strange little uh demi toss cups and stuff like that. Just well, I really want to draw them. <laughs> I grabbed a little screenshot because Lynn has this wonky black and white and white and black polka dot vase with these gorgeous flowers coming out and um I grabbed and put a picture of it online yesterday I think cuz I just I just it's oh yeah. it's flowers and line and texture and just everything delicious and you know i just i love how it captures the spirit of just what's right there you know and that goes to the whole thing about collecting artists and being drawn to people's creative you know spirit and it just does that you know for me it's like oh i have to draw her shapes are so wonderful and organically not perfection yeah as far as you know they just have the so much personality it's not even something i would normally like when you go to draw a shape, you know, for me, I mean, for, you know, it might be a vase or something or a picture, but this is like, you see it and it just, bam, it takes, it kind of explodes <laughs> your whole 
mindset. It's great. Yeah. It's organic. You can really run with that stuff. So same with the flowers too. They just have all these organic, beautiful little forms inside of each one. So yeah, they're inspiring. That's good. And you were saying you like to draw them when they get a little old too. Yeah. So they, you know, they, they look great in the beginning and you, but then they start to wilt and there's a little more room in between everybody and they've got a little more personality and you Mm. can get a little tender, funny, different lines. So yeah, I'm all for it. So I'm going to go paint that. those when we're done. Yeah. That again. I, um, we were chat, we were chatting too about uh, the showroom and having, I had a showroom with Aaron called relish and it was all about things you'd put in your home. So there might be a really cool sofa with gorgeous hand printed fabric and, you know, an interesting mirror and some, some tabletop that from a great ceramicist, but then, we put Lynn's work on the wall. I can remember to this day, just hanging each piece and wanting to make sure it looked just right. But the whole idea of it was to have, um, be able to have a store come in and buy wholesale for their store store. Excuse me. That sounds complicated, but they could then take these artists and sell them to their customers. And that was such a great way to kind of investigate different things that might not have normally been, you know, in a retail store. Exactly. And you were so good at that, like seeing and noticing other beautiful, fabulous little quirky art things in the world or textures or color. And then you curated them all together and then you served them up in a way like you do in your houses and all that stuff that you just couldn't, they were... I, your eye was so exciting. And the fact that you would even find artists like me, who was just like a girl making stuff. I didn't know anything about the world of uh, retail or any of that. And you just sort of, you know, led me by the hand by example, like, Oh my God, you can do it like this. Like it's, you're like a curator for people mm-hmm. and for art. Thanks. Well, it was really fun because, you know, um, Gary, who I was on a previous podcast, he, he came in and, and, taught me that I could, you know, reproduce just so much of my own art. And I remember thinking, you know, I would meet somebody and they'd say, oh, I can't, I can only make 60 of those. I was like, well, let's make 60 then and let's get them out there. (laughs) And it would go to Sundance or Harrods or somebody's cool little store in, you know, Mm -hmm. Iowa or who, but it's just about share, you know, it's uniqueness, Lynn, that I think we're both so taken by. Yeah. If I'm going to have something that I'm going to pass on to something somebody else or I'm going to make myself, I don't want it to look like anything else unless it's my stuff, you know? I know. You want to touch it. You want to love it. You want to, like, hold it. And it's just such a funny thing about what inspires us and like, how will that be with that? It's like a, a painting. So you're, it's like a, you're curating your whole world constantly. We all are. I we think. are. And if, if we can, con- and that, you know, that's just one more vote for changing up what you're coming out with because if you're inspired by something then you're seeing a vision and expressing it through your own creativity and i think there's nothing wrong with that i think we need to see that <laughs> i think we everybody do. <laughs> i think we do make it make oh that stuff oh. Who, who's inspiring you right now oh my goodness so i know i probably did i go on and on about mary blair already yeah. i think i did the fabulous mary blair i love her She's in all my, every room in, in my art studio right now, every book I could find. Um, 
So the Mary Blair has got me just enjoying everything in a little bit different way, seeing the world differently, thanks to her. And I also have this uh, crush, crush, crush. It's an old crush, but I love Fairfield Porter mm, because so I good. don't think like he does. And I don't, you know, he, he translated his world, which is like Maine in the 40s and 50s, into these sort of seemingly simple paintings with uh, everyday things happening like tennis or a meal at the table sort of thing but something about his shapes and his color and it's sort of i don't know he just he dazzles me he makes mm. my heart go pitter pat so good he's, he's so good and who else inspires me i tell you just people i know like my friends and family like watching anybody who's creative my um musicians and my friend karen and her husband ronnie he teaches guitar to little ones. She teaches little ones. Uh, mm, and they are so inspiring because we sing together and they can really sing and really play. So it's, mm. you know, fun to be around that. But just that generosity of spirit and how harmonies come together. Uh, it's very much like we're talking about visual art, you know, combining pattern and color. But this is voices and you know, the sounds of guitars and percussion. It's very exciting. Oh gosh. I love that. I mean, really it's creative. Creativity shows up in so many different ways. And, and it's, I find that I'm inspired by people doing something with passion, you know, mm. putting something out in the world because of the passion they have for what that subject is or the people they're helping or what they're standing for. And that's, to me, it's all has a creative thread. And I, I'm so inspired by that. I totally agree. A hundred percent agree. What, no matter what that is, if there's a passion behind it, it comes through and you're drawn to it. You want more. It's like you get, you wake up, you had a girl on your podcast whose name I'm going to, the, the gluten. Oh, Shauna. Uh, yes. Shana Ahern. Was mm -hmm. it, wow. Talk about passion. I just yeah. wanted to, run across the country and like sit down with you guys. It just yeah. made me so a lot of passion yeah. in that heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's in creativity. Like I know I feel like for her, every photograph I see of hers, there's so much passion and creativity behind that. Every person we come in touch with, I don't know. I just like looking at people through that, through that lens. And don't, don't you think everyone has it? Like everyone I do. has. Yeah, I really do. We had to, I had to Cooper's in, um, an Alice in Wonderlandy kind of <laughs> Zoom filmmaking thing for school, and and I had to last minute go find him a purple coat and a uh, <laughs> top hat that we painted purple. But when I went in, you know, masked from a distance to the spirit store, I had to look around for somebody that could help me quickly because I didn't have, I didn't want to be in there very long. <laughs> and I there was this fantastic woman. She was like six foot two. She Ooh. had on giant shoes. She had horns. She had blue hair. She had a bustier. She was full of confidence. She had this tutu Ooh. thing happening. And I was like, take, Hello. Me, to, take me to your purple coat. You know, <laughs> but it, it's just like, if I can find it anywhere like that and, or yes. in, or in a pile of seaweed and how many colors of green are in that, you oh. know, I just, it's everywhere. The pebbles, how they line up, the way you, I'm dying to know like what color purple, like the deep oh. purple, like a lilac. Like no, a, it's a deep, juicy, uh -huh. Uh -huh. yeah, plummy, grape jolly rancher, grape plummy. jelly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
as as it should be somehow. And of that course, there's me painting. Right. You know, we're painting the top hat last night. Like, does this work? But yeah, it's more fun that it's, way because it's unique. Yeah. Plus, your boy is so crazy creative. He still so loves great. to think back about when you guys were here. So come back soon. Yes, we shall. I hope. I hope. Thank you for recording twice with me today. We're I just good. appreciate you so much, Lynn. You're you inspire me every day. You're one of my main. Aww main visual and just spirits that that I I love you, you get me through stuff without even knowing it oh my gosh that makes thank me you. so happy to hear that and thank you you're doing that for all so many of us you're sharing I'm glad sharing it's all come the together love. Uh, me too me it's easy too. when I get to talk to people like you my dear so thank you well you're good at this this is your thing thanks go my dear friend oh thank you well have fun painting those flowers in that gorgeous vase and yep. uh, I will look for it. We'll have to do this again after a few months and I'll make sure that everything's working. All right. Well, thank you, my friend. Thank you, Lynn Whipple. Much love. Mm-hmm. Much I will love. talk to you soon. Hey, thanks so much for being here with me today. I just love these conversations. They mean the world to me. I love being able to share with you these wonderful people that I have met along the way. They mean so much. So... If you want to check out the show notes or my favorites or anything like that, head on over to tantostudio.com and I'll have everything there, all the details that we talked about today. So again, thanks so much for being here and feel free to head over to wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple or Spotify, and leave a review for Windowsill Chats and subscribe. I will see you next week. I so appreciate you lovelies. Thanks for being here.